Since the Sandbox fans, we are back with another episode with special guest of the show, Twan Simone. Twan, say what's up to everybody. What's going on? We're back again. That's right. Twan was just with us. He did the power rankings, so make sure you guys stay tuned for our power rankings along with our fantasy football awards. Before we get into week 17 fantasy football rankings, we'd like to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And good luck to everybody in the championship this week. I'm playing for, for my championship. Kev's not playing for a championship. <laughs> Kev, do you want do you want to highlight everybody? You know, fill everybody in on, on your your scenario. I mean, there's not really a scenario. <laughs> you, know? you win some, lose some. All I know is, <laughs> if you historically look at all of my franchises and all my leagues, we we've, we've historically gotten better and better each year. So next year is my year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There you go. Finished well, first in two leagues this year, though. Glass half full. <laughs> Guys, before we get into the rankings, go to sensesandbox.net. You can see me and Twan rocking the new beanies. We got the Sense of Sandbox crew neck. You can get your hoodies or your born and raised in Easty t-shirts right on sensesandbox.net. To get into the rankings at 17, guys, remember I do not do the Thursday games, so that means that there is absolutely no Titans or Dallas Cowboys in my rankings. Tough week. At 10, starting off the rankings, I got Purdy going against the Raiders. Call me crazy. I think his floor, I know, right? Absolutely crazy. (laughs) I think his floor has just kind of been consistent. I mean, he's been putting up 13, 14 points. But if that offense puts up 30 plus, you know, I like his ability to be right around 20. And, you know, you're not trying to lose in the championship. You need to make sure you get points. You can't afford, you know, a single digit dud from the quarterback. At 9, I got dimes. Definitely expected more than just dimes from Daniel Jones, you know, when it comes down to fantasy points this week versus Indy. A playoff clinching scenario for the New York football giants. I expect them to capitalize. And sorry, Lou, but we're going to steamroll your your sorry-ass Colts this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. They are the (laughs) sorry-ass Colts. Lou, I love you, man. They suck. We gotta get you back on an episode what real is going soon. On but in Indy? Yeah. Ever since me and Big J got stranded there on our flight to Naples, Indy hasn't been the same. It's because the sewage system, yeah. man. <laughs> really? Big J How fucked it up. Two or th- they've gone through three worse quarterbacks than Carson Wentz is here. Yeah, like I, I honestly so can't bad. can't even like r- recall, you know, a team that's been through, you know, a worse quarterback scenario than that. Like maybe besides Washington and the Jets. Oh my honestly. god. Honestly. Yeah. So what a sad. At eight I have Cousins going against Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to come ready to play this game, and that's why for the first time probably in about 10 weeks I have Rodgers right above him at 7 going against Minnesota. I think, you know, when it's do or die and it comes down to it, I'll take Aaron Rodgers and his experience over a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL. I know Lazard and Watson aren't, you know, a, a Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams combo or a Donald Driver and Randall Cobb combo, but they're young. They're getting there. All right, give us some time. Relax, right? We we remember this. Relax. Aaron Rodgers here at seven. Kirk Cousins here at eight. At six, Twan, stand up for the Jacksonville Jaguars because we got T Law going against That's Houston. Low. That's low. At six, That's low. Versus Houston. That's low. Look, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to make the playoffs. It, it's crazy. I actually didn't know that the Titans actually lost to Houston until I was going through the scores and making my notes this week, and I was like. Wow, holy shit, I actually had to check The that Jacksonville game. Jaguars might finish with a better record than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They should. They, will. they should. The fucking That's the Bucs crazy suck. thing. What, what about the Miami Dolphins, Kev? Fuck the Dolphins. <laughs> 
shit. There's a reason why dolphins don't swim with the sharks. Why is that? Ooh. Because they just they ain't, they ain't about that life. <laughs> I almost gave you. That was almost poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, take it home. I wasn't ready for the why not. I was going to let it be. Because Kev Sinatra said yeah, so. Really. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but but I do think that, that the Jacksonville Jaguars should, should lock in a playoff spot going against Houston this week. First things first. I know I was riding the Jags hard in the uh, power ranking. Spoiler. I don't get Trevor Lawrence in my top ten. Wow. Whoa. Here's why. I got him high. I don't know that. I think I have one player from that game in one of my rankings. Two. I think that game's going to be a shitter, man. That just like. Yeah, it, scre- <laughs> it screams to me like a 17 to 9 boring game. A lot of turnovers. Just not good sloppy game football. overall. I just think it's sloppy. and It's weird. The Jags can like play down to their competition like nobody I've ever seen, man. Like You're they, right. they do it, and for some reason teams are struggling against the Texans. It's like that trap game that everyone's kind of like having problems mm-hmm. with right now. But I don't think Houston wins, but I don't think Jacksonville puts up more than like twenty. No, you're right. I feel like whoever wins that game, it's going to be like by a couple of points. So if Houston's getting, you know, a lot, might be something we look out for in the parlay of the week. Who knows? That's yep. Love that. <laughs> Love that. So the reason I was chuckling. I got Brock Purdy at 10 also. Hey! <laughs> that's I what just, we love to What hear. are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Championship week. And we're what are we doing? Brock Purdy. Like that I smoke too much. But <laughs> but I know, we can't even blame it on, that, on the shit. <laughs> I know. So, again, I think it's going to be one of those games where he does his job. He goes 250, two touchdowns, no turnovers, maybe 20 rushing yards. Who knows? But I think he sits right there at like 20 points. Just sits pretty at 20 points, and I think that's enough to get top 10. So at nine, I'm with you, man. I never, I, after watching week one, I, I've been down on the Packers all year, but Aaron Rodgers is my number nine. Hey, he, uh, he, he looks like he's pulling it together a little bit. I do think that team is still more run heavy. I think a lot of his points are going to come from like the dump offs to Aaron Jones. I just feel like that's going to be a big, some yak yards this game. Yeah, a lot of yak yards and. Uh, Christian Watson had a tough week. He's probably due for another touchdown, right? <laughs> he's got like a touchdown all the time. He's due again, right? Um, looks like he's trying to get the ball to Dobbs more. So they're trying to incorporate the offense more. And actually, I'll give respect to my brother. He told me this, but Rogers not being in there in camp, it's like they're not supposed to get adjusted to the system. This is verbatim what my brother told me. They're not going to get adjusted to the system. They got to get adjusted to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And him not being there like hurts that team. Ah, probably did. Shout out Nick, man. Get on the sandbox, man. Get on the sandbox, dude. Jesus. Stop working. This is Twan's second appearance, Nick. Let's go. (laughs) Try representing for once, man. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) At number eight, I got Jared Goff. Okay. They're playing the Bears. The Bears are not Jeez. fantastic. They're, <laughs> they're awful. Dude, have you looked how many times has Jared Goff thrown over 300 yards and multiple touchdowns? Fuck Jared Goff. Dude. <laughs> first, dude, he slings for some smoke reason. Them. Wow. They just, they just came off a loss. They just played a hard defense in the Jets. Like, they're going to go... They're going to drop 40 on your Chicago Bears. <laughs> I'm on Ross St. Brown's getting two touchdowns. Jared Goff is going to sling. Let's go. He might have two interceptions. I do have St. Brown high. Because he's, he's a dog. Yes. He's a dog. Yes. Should, I give, should I give you guys some privacy? 
We need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Camera's off. <laughs> All right. What are we on? Seven? Seven? <laughs> I got Kirk Cousins. Okay, Captain um, Kirk. I think they beat on the... They're playing the Packers this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, I think they beat on the Packers last time, and I think it's going to be a much closer game. I think it's going to involve a lot more running. The Packers' run defense is atrocious, and I think that's what they're going to hit home. So not that Kirk can't sling against them, but I just think they're going to be more run-focused. Um, and number six, I got Dak. Dak looked great last week. Do I think he's going to put up 40 again? Maybe not. They just seem to be one of those teams that like they have such a good-looking week last week, and then they kind of fall off, but they are playing the Titans. The Titans' defense is bad. Thursday night football. like I feel like Thursday night weird, football... Man. Championship week is like the scariest thing, especially where like you have big name guys like Dak, like Henry, like CD. You know what I mean? Like Schultz, Elliott, and Pollard. Like all of those guys are gonna be like relied on so heavily, and I guarantee you that there's only two of those that put up above expectations. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. And it's like weird, dude. Like Amazon Prime's got to be like miserable with the games that they put on this year. Like, <laughs> Like the Thanksgiving games were good, but I don't think that was on Prime. Like I think that was on national yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Like they put up some bad games, man. So wow, kudos, bro. <laughs> I got Dak at six. Oh, yeah. All right. So at ten, I got arguably the swaggiest quarterback in the league at ten this week. Taylor Heineke against the <laughs> oh, but, Okay. Is he gonna get the start again? <laughs> he's gonna get the start again, and he's gonna ball low. And you know what? When he throws touchdowns, he gets the most buck out of any quarterback I've ever seen. He gets buck. He gets swaggy. He gets swaggy, and he's got <laughs> and he's got the tat on the forearm, letting people know, don't mess with that white boy, Taylor Heineke. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. At nine, I get Justin Fields against the Lions. That's love. low. That's low. Oh, That's low. <laughs> <laughs> he hit you with your own shit. <laughs> well, a guy that you guys had low, I have very high. So oh, maybe that's Lord. maybe that's the miscommunication this week. At eight, I get Aaron Rodgers against the Minnesota Vikings. At seven, I know I already know you guys are gonna say this is low, but this is blasphemy. It's it's not. It's not. I got Joe Burrow at seven. Oh what? I got Joe Burrow at that's seven. Guys, guys, he's he's gonna. All right. Bold prediction right here. Four sacks and two interceptions for Joe Burrow this week against the Buffalo Bills. So Mark you, my words. you think he gets over 300 yards? I think he no. walks over 300 yards. Nope. <laughs> Twan, Not going to happen. Gonna <laughs> Not going to happen. If they win this week, it's going to be because of Joe Mixon. Wow. Okay. At six, I got Kirk Cousins. Wow, a little high. A little high. A little high. Love the matchup. I think this... Green Bay's offense isn't great, but I think this could be one of the higher scoring games of the week. Yeah, I I I'd have that expectation with as much on the line for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Honestly, at five, where he should be, Justin Fields going against Detroit. Definitely think that he's cooled down from his hot streak in the middle of the season. But the running potential is just so great. You have to have him right around that five spot, especially inside at Detroit. At four. Justin Herbert going against the Rams. Look, I thought that they were going to have a better performance and put up more points versus the Colts than what they did. I expect them to, to you know, be a little bit more competitive in this game, but the Rams are on fire. Watch out for Baker and the Rams. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> That'll stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At three. At three, call me crazy. 
especially how, how much I love this guy. I'm riding on him to help me win my championship. I have Patrick Mahomes at three. Wow. Division wow. game going against Denver. Just think it's, it's too good to be true for him to just be number one this week. I really do. But Travis Kelsey eats in the division. So I expect at least a touchdown from him. Two, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow here at two. Going to have over 300 yards. Going to have over three passing touchdowns. This game is going to be like a 35-38 type of ball game. And if it's not, I'm going to be real disappointed because, Twan, like you mentioned earlier, we really haven't seen the fireworks from a Rams-Chiefs game like we have. And this is the perfect matchup for that. I'm ready to see playoff football in December before we get on to actual playoff football. We saw a little bit with the Giants and Redskins. We saw a little bit with the Giants and Vikings. This week, Monday Night Football, we better see some more of that with the Bengals and the Bills. And that one in the same game, Josh Allen going against Cincy. He has to have more than 300 yards and three touchdowns if he plans on beating the Bengals, Kev. So that's why I got him at one. We'll see what's going to happen, man. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with uh, with five in Kev's the Battle of Los Angeles... <laughs> Justin Herbert at five. Okay. He's he's shown that he's not the problem of that team when they have a problem. But they got all the weapons back. I'm not big on Jalen Ramsey. No disrespect, but I just don't think he's Fuck Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Dude, that's where I, that's where <laughs> I, I am too. I exposed like, him. Yeah, he got a pick like last week, but like he hasn't done great this season. He's been burnt a couple of times and like he, he runs his mouth too much. So like you gotta give him hate. Yeah. Four, man, this is low, but Pat Mahomes are four, man. <clears throat> oh, you're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm picking up what you're putting. I just, I'm with you. I think he plays a good game, but I don't think he gets over 300. I think they focus more on the run game. Pachanko, I think he has a couple McCann. of touchdowns, but I think so. I think so. And if he gets his points, it's going to be the dump offs. I mean, Denver's pass rest is still really good. They play better against the pass than they do the run. I think they're just going to try and focus on running the ball a little bit more. Keep it slow. Don't let the trap game get you. So Pat Mahomes at four. Number three, that's where I got Justin Fields, man. Okay. I think okay, Kev. he scrambles. I think he runs for another 150 and like a touchdown wow. or two. Wow. That's the points you need to be a top three quarterback. And I think he throws for over 200. I mean, the Lions defense is not that good. They have some names on it, but they're beatable. Yeah. They're burnable. Absolutely. I think he just has one of those coined games. Can't um, would burn that Lion pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing is I can see Chicago being like, oh, let's pump the brakes. Like, we want Will Anderson. We got to get a oh, draft yeah, pick. Hey, like, that's the one I want I Will see. Anderson. <laughs> but I think the Lions are going to fight, man. I would love to see them make the playoffs. Oh, I know. Them, like Seattle, Green Bay, like it's going to be right up for grabs for all those teams. Honestly, Washington, you know. I think the Lions have the better division record. They might. They might. It's going to, like this two weeks, like it's going to be so interesting. There's so many playoff implications in all of it. I'll be there for it. (laughs) That's right. Twan's going to Buffalo. Let's go. I'm going to Buffalo (laughs) to watch number two get shelled. Josh Allen. (laughs) Josh Allen at number two. Oh, I think shit. this game's a shootout. I think you're right. I think we're due for a Rams-Chiefs, just an absolute game of the year, game of a decade. I think they're going to sling, man. I think it's going to be an incredible game. I think Josh Allen throws for a ton. I think he makes the stupid one or two interceptions that's going to make them lose the game, too. Joe Shiesty at number one. Man. Okay! <laughs> I got Joe Burrow at number one. It just feels like one of those games, man, where he's just he's going for 300, 400 yards. He's throwing a bunch of touchdowns. When... Buffalo loses, 
because they get slung on. I, I don't think <laughs> that I don't think Joe Mixon's the guy to do it. Like spoiler, I don't got Joe Mixon in my top fifteen for running back. Oh I shit! I don't Me think neither. it's a run I game. Do. I think they sling. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think they're going to be going back and forth so much that it's just the teams are going to try and do a little bit less of the run. They don't want to slow the game down. They want to speed it up. Yeah, I, I hear think that. Joe Burrow's having a day. I hear that. I think I he's having that. a day. Okay, Twan. Okay, Twan. Kev, you out of your zen? All right, I got Justin Herbert at five against the Rams. <laughs> got Justin Herbert at five. Love the matchup. I think you're right, Tuan. He's not the problem. When he has his weapons, he is a problem. That's how I look at it. Poetic. There we go. <laughs> at four. At four. Going to shock the world. I got Josh Allen at four. This wow. Week. I do. I do. You know, he's, he's making stupid throws. And I think you're right. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. But I think with that, you know, all that slinging that's going to go on, I think you know, he's going to slip up a couple times. I also think Burrow will slip up a couple times, so it'll leave it out. But, yeah, Josh Allen at four. At three, I got Dak. I just love the matchup, honestly. Tennessee stinks. I hate Tennessee. Nothing good about Tennessee besides Nashville, honestly. Um, For like three, four days. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. The best city in Tennessee you can only go to for three, four days. What fun is that? Um, At two... I get Trevor Lawrence at two. This wow. Week. Yes, sir. Love it. Love the matchup. I think you want to talk about slinging. This guy's going to sling this week. He's going to throw for over 350 yards. Woo. Bold prediction. And at one, I got Pat Mahomes against Denver. I love the matchup, honestly. I don't care how good Denver's defense is. I don't care that it's a division game. Pat Mahomes wants the one seed. It's not going to happen, but he wants it. And he's going to play like he wants it. That's right. That's it's, right. It's Plus, weird. like, realistically, like, Denver's best player in this you know in the past game is certain and the best weapon on Kelsey. that's what i'm saying the best I weapon know. on the chiefs is travis kelsey so travis kelsey could have a day and that's all pat mahomes needs yeah it's weird though so one of the things that i always see it's like when a team fires their coach nathaniel hackett obviously fired uh-huh. when they fire a coach for some reason they, they rally end, they rally dude they're they like really finally do. get this guy out yeah. of here but it's weird to see what happens with denver because it seems like they don't like russ either yeah yeah so <laughs> it's like i I don't know if the hand, I hope you know Russ in a picks betting, up a little bit in a betting standpoint. Like that's definitely something that I like. I picked up on and like as a Mahomes owner, like I don't want to say it makes me weary, but like I def I don't want to say like I expect it, but I have lower expectations because of that. Yeah. If the Broncos are going to beat them, it's not because the Broncos are putting up forty. It's because the Chiefs aren't putting up twenty. Exactly, that's what it is. And you know maybe like there's a fumble that they take back to the house that changes the way the game is or or something like yeah. that. You know. Coming over to the running backs, at 15 here, I have Miles Sanders. You know, I did talk about, you know, a case of the yips, but I do think, you know, when it comes down to championship week, like, you're riding the guys that got you there. If Miles Sanders is still in contention for you, the only way you're not playing them is if you have someone, multiple options from 1 to 14. And at 14 here, I have Leonard Fournette. Right up to, like, maybe two, three weeks ago, I was iffy on having Fournette consistently in the lineup, honestly. Like, I've been plugging and playing so many different guys. I had Gus Edwards. I had Michael Gallup. Like, I was picking up and putting down Matt Collins, you know, when injuries were going on with the Raiders. But he's getting, like, six, seven passes a game because the passing offense just isn't there. So I'll take, you know, 
three three points just from catches from Leonard Fournette, knowing that he's going to give me a, a floor of at least 40 rushing yards. That's seven points without adding any passing total yards, you know, without getting in the end zone. So I like the floor there. I think Fournette's a, a safe option. And for me, he's my flex option in, in a league where I'm already starting Chubb and, and Dalvin Cook and play three wide receivers, which are D-Hop, Keenan Allen, and Devonta Smith. So I'm pretty comfortable with him in my flex there. Mm-hmm. At 13... Nick Chubb going against Washington. Oh, that's low. It it's dude. He hasn't put up more than nine points the past four weeks. Yeah, he's due. He ain't due for shit. He's due. It's he a ain't low. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I look. I, I have Chubb, and I, I hope he goes off. Like he just hasn't broke. He hasn't broken it. And when when they go down, Hunt goes in the game, and they're just checking it down to Hunt. That's it is what it is. At twelve, I have James Conner going against ATL. Don't like anyone on the Cardinals that's not named D-Hop, but when you're going against Atlanta, when your back's against the wall and you're going against Atlanta, I, I just think that, that James Conn is going to have a, a solid floor. He gets the ball a lot in the passing game. At 11, I have Kamara going against Philly. Look, he's he's been MIA with the exception of last week. And he's not someone that you should have total confidence that's going to give you a 20 bomb. But with his floor and volume... If you can get 10 to 12 points, I think you should be happy with that, the way he's played this year. I messed up. I forgot Kamara. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So, it's all good. So, Kev's done it with Cooper Cup. So oh, yeah. I'd, like to, <laughs> I'd like to think. Don't they get a tough matchup this week, though? Who they, they got? Play, they play against where is it? Kamara, they play against Philly. Philly. At Philly. Screw it. Let's say the matchup's going to take him out. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I got at 15, and this is based off sheer volume and what they need to do, J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Um, He's getting fed the rock, and he's doing something with it. They they don't have Lamar back, right? No, nope. right. So they they don't have Lamar back. They're not going to really be slinging it. Game got flexed this Sunday night. It did. It did. So I mean, like maybe Lamar makes a return, but I I just feel like at this point where they clinched a playoff spot, you just hold them till playoffs. You, you, you know? do. Don't let them get hurt. And I think Philly's going to do the same thing with Jalen Hurts. So uh, just looking at that. I mean, I think Dobbins is going to get another 15 to 20 carries a game, and he's showing he's doing stuff with it. If he was doing 15 carries, 65 yards, no touchdowns, I'd be like, he, he wouldn't be in here. Yeah. Come he's on. Getting <laughs> he's getting 115. He's getting a touchdown. <laughs> I just hate Andy Dalton. Nah, I hate him. I hate him too. The red rifle. <laughs> All right. On the topic of a red rifle, we're going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> okay, I like it. I think he can be interchangeable with McKinnon here, but I think they're going to try and run the ball a little bit more, and when they actually run it, it goes to Pacheco versus when they plan on kind of dumping it off. It's like the James White thing with Jarek McKinnon. When James White came in, you knew they were going to throw. When Pacheco's in there, I feel like they're going to try and run. The thing is, yeah. Pacheco can catch the ball, too. Yeah. So. Dude, I honestly can't say that I've seen a running back that's run as hard as Pachenko has. Like, he runs hard, he runs aggressive. I can't tell you how quick they got Clyde out of there. They're like, we don't want anything to do with him. Who's Clyde now? What a bust, dude. Oh, my God. Bonnie and Clyde. Joe Burrow made him look good, man. Yeah, right? At 13, man, I feel like these guys are interchangeable, but I'm going to go with one. I think it's a swift week. I don't think it's a Jamal Williams week. I know they love to run the football, um, especially against a bad run defense like Chicago. But I, I just I, I got a feeling it's going to be Swift getting back into the offense. If they're going to make a push in the playoffs, they need to get him involved more. He can't run the ball five times for seven yards and then have three catches for twenty five and a touchdown. He's got to get involved a little bit more. So I think it's going to be that week that they try and get him more involved. They have a bad team, 
And I just think he's overall a better talent. And when you're playing for the playoffs, you got to put the better talent in. True. So I'm going Swift at 12. This is low. But I think this team struggles big time this week. It's Josh Jacobs. Hey, I dropped him a little bit too. I mean, not not that much, but I, I if I had better options, I honestly was going to drop him a little bit lower. I just think they're going to get work this week, man. I, I just don't see them having a strong week. So I'm keeping him low because, again, he could, he could just have two touchdowns and shut the whole thing down. But I just – they're going to have to throw the ball. I think they're going to play down. So, And at 11, right, we're going to 11? Yep. Montgomery. I got okay. David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty good game last week. They're going to run the football. I just think he's a dog. Like, he's such a good player. Too bad that the Bears' O-line is as bad as it is. But, again, they get a couple of O-linemen. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a guy that is going to fall to, like, the sixth, seventh round in fantasy. you got to take him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's a talent. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so a 15. Why are you smirking? I was going to say, he got the crazy <laughs> <laughs> I know something's going to happen. Devin Singletary at 15 wow. this week. Okay. I love homer. it. It's a, it's a homer. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of throws, but there's going to be room for a lot of runs, too, once Josh Allen tears up the first half for two 12-yards and three touchdowns in the first <laughs> half. You know, they're going to open up that defense a little bit. Kevin, Singletary's going to have a game. No more, buddy. At 14, <laughs> I got Cordero Patterson against the Cardinals. I love the matchup. Cardinals' defense really isn't that good. Team's deflated after losing Kyler. Love the matchup. This is a vintage Cordero Patterson friggin' championship week go off for 25 points of fantasy type of week. You know what I mean? At 13, I got Montgomery, and then at 12 in the same game, I had Swift and Williams here too. I'm going to go with Williams just because Tuan went with Swift. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say Jamal Williams, and at 11, I got Kamara against Philly. Okay. I'm going to pick it up right where you guys left it off in Montgomery. I have him here at 10, so very similar in the rankings. Yeah, just think, you know, he's too much of a focal point in that offense to, like, not be in the rankings. Like, let, let's be real. You have Montgomery. You're playing him. Last week, I, I was going against Montgomery, and the guy that I, that I was going against also picked up Deion Jackson. He was flirting with starting Deion Jackson over Montgomery, which I was kind of hoping that he did. He ended up starting Montgomery. He didn't do anything crazy. The fumble ended up helping me out a lot. Um, at nine, I got McKinnon. So he is the Den- he is the Kansas City running back that I have in the rankings. Just think that when it comes to you know half point PPR formats, a full point PPR formats, and you know you get you get the guy that that's catching the ball like that. I mean McKinnon McKinnon has literally taken screen passes or dump offs or underhand heave passes literally oh, to the that house. Was nice, it really that was, nice. was. So looking for some more of that this week. At eight, I have Mixon going against Buffalo. Look, I don't think that there's going to be a running back that's going to be extremely successful on the ground, but I do think that running back's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. That means Mixon, that means Cook, that means Singletary. So expect all those guys together to get around 15 catches combined. At 7, Ramondre Stevenson versus Miami. Pats are going to win this week. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Tuan. I can't get Tuan's hopes up. Please don't do that. I can't take another. Look, Tuan. If he's hurt, Miami Miami's already underperformed since week eleven. Kev, you called it out last mm-hmm. week. They they should have already been at this this ten win point. The fact that they're not, I feel like some of that has to go on that offense because their defense has played pretty well all mm-hmm. year. Like I can't say that their defense is the reason why that they're going to be closer to five hundred than they are. And six, this is where I have Josh Jacobs going against San Fran. I mean, this is arguably the worst matchup that you can draw. 
in championship week, especially when Josh Jacobs has been performing the way he has. All right, number 10. He's got to be in the rankings. Even though I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game this week, I think he's going to be the featured back. I don't think there's going to be many goal line touches. More swing passes, and it's going to go to Tony Pollard. Okay, Tony Pollard. Such a talented player. They held him back for so long. Who knows? Maybe it was to make him as developed and as talented as he is now. I think he's going to get points, though. I think he's going to end up with the 16, 17 points that he needs to get to the 10 spot. Again, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, flashy game. I think it's going to be a pretty slow game. I think Vrabel's going to play them close, even with the bad team that they have. But he'll eventually pull off, and he's going to get his. Tony Pollard always gets his. That's right. Number nine. It's a little bit of a bounce-back week. We need him. Miles Sanders. He's such a good running back. He's had such a good year, and to see him taper off at the end is just sad. He... It he always leading, happens, though. It does. He was top five in the league in rushing this year, though. He hasn't done yeah. that yet. And, like, having a great season. And it's going to get trickier with not having Hurts, you know, having that extra option that's going to pull people away. But I think they're going to have to run the ball to be successful. And Minshew's going to dump the ball off a little bit more than Hurts does because he, it's Minshew. He's, I, I love Gardner Minshew, by the way, but he's not Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have nah. that connection with AJ and Devonta that he has. Of course. Number eight. Derrick Henry. This might be low. Cowboys defense is due to step up, man. Um, They've let up a lot of points recently, and they're better than they're playing. Again, Thursday night game. I know you don't do Thursday nights, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring game anyway. He's going to get his. He's going to get a touchdown, maybe two, but it's not going to be anything like the the classic, you know, 150 rushing yards, two touchdowns from Derrick Henry. We're not going to see that. Seven, I got Nick Chubb. Not super high, but I feel like they want to get Deshaun involved more. But they got to give it to their bread and butter if they want to be successful. So I think you're going to see a lot of Nick Chubb specifically, like you said, at the beginning of the game. And if they pull ahead, they get the lead early. (laughs) He's going to keep getting the rock, and he could end up being the number two running back. But I think it's going to be a little bit closer. Cleveland does want to get Deshaun acclimated a little bit more, which involves more Kareem Hunt. But I still think Chubb gets a solid mouthful. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for it. If if Washington gets eliminated, that just helps the Giants even more. It does. It does. Jonathan Allen's a tough dude. Yeah. No, he is. That that whole that whole defense is pretty much from Alabama. <laughs> it, is, it is, it is. And number six, I got Aaron Jones. I think he gets involved in the pass game a lot. I think the Vikings defense is just bad. No Aaron um, Jones in my rankings this week. Really? Yeah. Oh, so Dylan somewhere, man. Nah, no Dylan. Nothing? No. No Oof. pack. Yeah. I get a weird feeling of the, I hate the Packers, man. Let me just say that. I'm not an Aaron <laughs> Rodgers fan. I just don't like him. I like LaFleur, but ever since like McCarthy and Rodgers together put a sour taste in my mouth. I'm, I'm a big Greg Jennings fan, and Rodgers and Greg Jennings don't like each other. So, yeah. There you um, go. Respect <laughs> Pick so. your side. <laughs> but I think, I think Aaron Jones has like four catches. He's probably going to have like – I could see him having one of those ridiculous touchdowns where he just goes up over a DB and somehow catches it. You're like, yeah. Wouldn't, how do you do wouldn't that? be surprised. But he's talented, man. I got him at six. Nice. All right, so at 10, I also have Tony Pollard here. I think you're right. I think he's kind of the – I don't want to say bell bell cow back now, but close to it. You know what I mean? But I agree. I think this will be a big throwing game. I don't think it'll be that high scoring either. So I agree with you on that. That's why I had him that low. At nine, I got Aaron Jones. I do think A.J. Dillon will be a little bit more involved this week, just trying to wear down that Minnesota defense and things like that. At eight, I got ETN against Houston. Might be a little low given the matchup, but again, like I said earlier, I think this is a big Trevor Lawrence game. I think he throws for a ton of yards. And even though ETN is a good pass catching back I think he'll just I think it's going to be one of those you know every every pass is 15 20 yards to Kirk or you know Evan Ingram or the other guys so it is what it is at seven I got Josh Jacobs 
lowest I've had him in a few weeks, but again, don't love the matchup. Although I do think if the Raiders want to win, although it doesn't really matter at this point if they win or not, (laughs) (laughs) that they got to feed Josh Jacobs. I mean, it is what it is. And at six, I got Dalvin Cook against, against the Packers again. Not my favorite matchup for Dalvin. I think he'll be effective, but I again, I think this will be a big game for you know the Justin Jeffersons and even Adam Thielen. I think this will be a vintage Adam Thielen, like two touchdowns just because Justin Jefferson's triple covered in the end zone type of thing. You know, absolutely. All right, so I got I got to say before before I get into my top five, the fantasy gods are really coming for me, it, it, and I'll explain why. I'll get more into it when I get to three. At five, I have ETN. Love the matchup going against Houston. I think if it's a sloppy game, that caters more towards ETN, him getting the ball a little mm-hmm. bit more. And he was hot during the middle of the season. I expect that to be what ETN is, you know, going forward. Not not just for this season, but for his career in Jacksonville. So, you know, he's someone that I would say should be, you know, high-end RB2 expectations. Four, I have Dalvin Cook going against Green Bay. I think that if Minnesota wants to win this game easily, handedly, this dude needs to get the rock and he needs to get going. Um, Green Bay is going to try and, you know, keep the offense hot, keep it, you know, however the fast pace, however they want to play, whatever pace that they want to go, that's how they're going to try and roll the game. Minnesota needs to remember to use up that clock as much as they can. All right, number three is where I have Saquon Bakwe going against the Indianapolis Colts to secure a playoff spot. And of course, in my championship game, I am going against Saquon Barkley. So of all weeks, I want to sit here and root for the Giants and say like, oh, like let's get in the end zone. Like let's quench this playoff berth. I'm legit going against this dude. And he's going to put up a boat. Like the floor is 20. Like dead serious. (laughs) The floor is 20. So (laughs) I'm hoping... With the guys that I have, I got Chubb, I got Cook. I hope one of these two guys, you know, has a decent game and can can try and negate that. George Kittle, also on my team, you know, has been putting up. Uh, Devonta Smith has been putting up, but it's just tough to you know demands you know consistent success from these guys game after game after game. So I know Saquon's gonna get it, but it just sucks. I happen to be going up against him at two. I got CMC against the Raiders. Love that matchup. Think that CMC is is locked and loaded as a top three back for the rest of the year. And I mean, someone who just took over, you know, the the most touchdowns in the NFL yesterday. Got to give some kudos to Austin Eckler, who is probably the only top five running back pick that was probably worth the pick. I mean, yeah, like Derrick Henry, but like he slowed down a little bit. Like Eckler started slow, but once he got going, he was going. Austin Eckler here at one. Bro, I drafted Najee at three. You, I bet you wish you drafted Henry Eckler. <laughs> I, I meant to click Justin Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. I told everybody all year, I'm like, it's Justin Jefferson. Like, he's the pick at three. I don't trust any of the running backs. Got in my own Najee. head. And I was like, man, Najee said he wants 500 touches. Yeah. All right. Like, we'll go with Najee. They have nothing on that offense. Matt Canada, the O-line. Man, that's just a bad choice. I know. I bad know. Bad choice. But uh, five, I'm right here with you, ETN. I think it's going to be a sloppy game, but if someone gets his, it's going to be Travis ETN. He's just a talented player. Uh, four is where I got Saquon. I think that in order to win that game, you got to feed the guy, and I don't think they're going to do anything too flashy. I think they're going to hand him the ball 25 times a game, but Dable is going to keep his coach real or his team reeled in to say, this is what we got to do to win, and it's give Saquon the ball. That's right. And if it scores 20 points, the defense is going to play incredible and keep them low or they'll just have the time of possession 
I just think it's going to be one of those games where it's a methodical Saquon game. Maybe nothing flashy like 30 points, but he's going to get over 20. Some play action, get yep. down the field, yep. a lot of Graham Gano, absolutely. I agree. You'll see that later in the race. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, I got Austin Eckler. He is just constantly producing. It's hard not to have him at two or one, but the guys I have ahead of him I just think are going to do better, but Eckler's at three because he, he just produces every week. Where'd you, where'd you think he was at the beginning of the year? You got the respect. All right. At two, and this might be high, but I got Dalvin Cook. I think that the Green Bay Packers defense, specifically running the ball, is so bad. Mostert had success last week. Not that he's a bad running back, they just don't like to run the ball. Like the it, that offense is designed to throw. And That's he was fact. and he was successful. Every time he touched the ball, he's five plus in yards. Like if Mostert's doing that, Dalvin can do it better. So Absolutely. I think he's going to have a hell of a game. And number one, I think the fourth rounder in the fantasy rankings early, early this year, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got Brock Purdy. Like, he needs a running back to be able to help out. Twan's pulling um, receipts on you, Cam. I got receipts. <laughs> hey, true fan of I'm an yeah, avid legit. listener. I love it. I love it, though. Um, That's too funny. But see, I'll give you some respect, man. Like, I thought you were crazy when you said the Dolphins were getting 10 wins. See? I do words, know man. some stuff. I'll especially eat, yeah, just some. Especially <laughs> when my Buffalo Bills are involved. I'll eat my words on that one. But uh, I, I got to go CMC at one. Yeah. He's just he – ha- he's been healthy. He's producing. They have a quarterback that needs a running back to mm-hmm. help out. I just think he's going to eat. Yeah. All right, so at five, I got Derrick Henry. I don't love the matchup. It's one of the, his worst matchups of the year. But, again, it's just due to volume. I mean, like we said earlier, he's the only guy – on the roster, whose name even means anything in the NFL. So he's going to get the volume, and even if Dallas holds him to, you know, a non-Derrick Henry type game, he's still going to put up a bunch of points. At four, I got McCaffrey against the Raiders. Love the matchup. At three, I got Eckler against the Rams. At two, I got Nick Chubb against Washington. Wow. I love the matchup, honestly, and I think Twan's right. I think, you know, if they want to go into next season with any hope and, and, and string along some wins at the end of the year, you got to go to your bread and butter. And that's what the, that's been their bread and butter for the past three, four seasons. You know what I mean? And at one, I don't Sony know. Michelle over Nick Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> and then at one, I got Saquon at one this week. Okay. I think it's going to be Superman oh. mode. And even last night, I mean, you can see how the Chargers just really deflated that that Colts defense. And that's what Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler's good, but he's not a big guy. You know what I mean? When you have Saquon Barkley running at you, like Tuan Sorry, said, 25, 30 times a game, it's going to tire out that defense. And Saquon has enough skill where he can break off big runs and things like that. So I expect him to have close to that 30 mark. Kev, you got a message for Lou right now? I don't even know where Lou is. Lou could be in fucking Cuba right now. I haven't <laughs> heard from Lou in months. Starting off the wide receiver rankings, at 15 I have D-Hop. It's just kind of hard not to have D-Hop in the rankings. I'm hoping Cole McCoy comes back, just knowing that the level of play that he can really put up. At 14 I have Amari Cooper going against Washington. Not the best matchup, but just think the volume's there. 13, Terry McLaurin going against Cleveland. As long as Henneke's back on the center, um, I, I have a lot of faith in McLaurin. At 12, I have Waddle going against New England. I just think that, you know, we cl- we clearly saw that he's one play away from, you know, taking it to the yacht. And 11, Devonta Smith against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on Terry McLaurin. He's my 15. 
Um, nothing ridiculous. I bet he has like uh, my if I were to throw a dart at a dartboard stat line, like four for eighty in a touchdown. It's just when Heineke's in, he does his job and he he looks like that top receiver. That's right. Number fourteen, I got Christian Kirk. I think someone on that team's got to catch a couple of balls. Again, I don't think it's a crazy game, but I, I'm talking PPR here. I could see him having eight catches for 100 yards. That gets you what you need usually for like 14. So uh, he's been good. He got a lot of hate. I got respect for uh, Christian Kirk. 13, I got Amari Cooper. Um, this is part of the reason why Nick Chubb's a little bit low. I think they really do want to get Deshaun more acclimated to the offense. If you're going to do that, find ways to get it to your best receiver. He's done pretty good with Njoku and Peoples-Jones, but him and Amari haven't had the connection I expected yet. Again, it might just take an offseason, but... I think Cooper's still a top talent in the league. He's proved it. 12, I got Godwin. Brady loves his slot guys. He does. They need a win so bad. Him and Mike Evans are not on the same page. I think he's going to get Godwin the ball a lot. Um, And 11, I have D-Hop. I'm with you. Might be a little bit high, honestly. I could see him being not getting the ball at all. But if you're going to try to win that game, you need to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. He's yeah. the best player. Like you got to help your quarterback that doesn't know his ass from his elbow. <laughs> Give the ball to legit. Like hopefully we don't see any more Trace McSorley, please. <laughs> so bad. No Tampa Bay wide receivers in my rankings this week. I don't hate it. Wow. At Matt. At Matt. <laughs> At Matt. At Pat. <laughs> At 15, I go Christian Kirk against Houston. At 14, lowest I've had him all year. Lowest I'll probably ever had him. Fantasy stock just isn't there. I got Devontae Adams against San Fran. Wow. Hate the matchup. That offense looks like complete shit. It is what it is. Maybe next year when Tom Brady signs there. At 13, (laughs) I got D-Hop. Again, I dropped him just for the fact that of Kyler going down. You know what I mean? And like I said earlier, that team's deflated. Obviously, D-Hop is still, you know, not 13 when it comes to talent, but given the situation, it is what it is. At 12, I got DK against the Jets. Could be low, could be high. Jets have a good defense. He's getting you know that I mean? sauce treatment, baby. Yeah, he's getting the sauce treatment, and I think, you know, that Jets D, one of the best pass rushers. I think they lead the league in sacks this year, so Geno Smith's going to be under a lot of pressure. Had to have one of the Seahawks wide receivers in there, so I went with DK just because he's more physical and bigger. No DK, in my no DK in my and rankings. And then at 11... Part of my two pairs I have. I got Mike Williams at 11 against the Rams. Wow. Love the matchup. That's a little Big high. Week. I got no Mike Williams in my ranks. Huh? I don't get Mikey in my I love it. I love the matchup. The Rams stink. I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, the Rams stink. They're so bad. They're dude. bad. At 10, T. Higgins going against Buffalo. One of these two receivers are going to have a game. And we saw last week when Chase was you know, the focal point of the offense, that Higgins was the one that went off, and they're mm-hmm. both capable of it. So let's keep that in mind. T. Higgins can definitely have a day. At 9, I have Godwin. Twan, absolutely, you said it. Kev, I, I understand what you're saying, You know, having no bucks, but Chris Godwin you know, being the slot mm-hmm. guy, he's going to see the ball early and often. And Mike Evans is, is hurt or something's going on because it, it's just not there. Like It's just not. At, at 8, I have Keenan Allen going against the Rams. I think that Keenan Allen should see a consistent seven catches every single game, which should, you know, reflect above 80 yards walking easily. At seven, I got St. Brown, another volume machine. I mean, St. Brown seen close to 10 targets every single game this year. So love that opportunity. And at six, Kev, I know you're going to have it higher. I know you're going to hate the spot, but I got Stefan Diggs here at six going against Cincy. Who do you think gets him, Cheetah Bay? 
Yeah, like I honestly, like I feel like they'll bracket him just knowing that he's like the the guy that they need to stop. And if they say, okay, Josh Allen, you can either run on us or you guys can run the ball, like I feel like they'll take that. But if I'm going against the Bills, I'm not having Diggs beat me. That's their best option. 100%. 100%. Number 10, I'm right there with you, T. Higgins. I think he's going to eat. Okay. Think, he's just a big guy, like. And, and I've said this earlier in the episode, but just Buffalo's problem on defense is the big passing attack. Like if, like the Bengals, like the Chiefs, like they struggle against teams that can sling at every possible moment. So, I, I, spoiler alert, you're going to see another Bengal up there. Uh, T. Higgins is one of them. I think he has a big game. Number nine, Keenan Allen. I like your Mike Williams pick. I think Keenan's the best receiver on that team. Couldn't put two chargers in there, honestly. Yeah, no, so, I couldn't either. Uh, but I think he just runs the route better. It looks like Justin Herbert's really making it a point to try and get his guy keen in the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he'll do it. Number eight, CD. Beast. But again. Oh, that's a little low. I mean, I don't have CD on the rankings down to Thursdays, but. I'm just sticking by my gut. Again, low Thursday. scoring game. A little bit of sloppy football. CD is the best player on that field, but I just I think Dak's going to have to get it to other people. I think Vrabel's smart enough to know, hey, let's take care of CD as much as we can. Yep. Um, seven, I'm with you. I'm on Ross St. Brown. He always gets his. Goff's favorite target. Hell, Dan Campbell wants to make sure he touches the ball <laughs> seven to eight times a game at least. You see him with 14 catches a game. He's just such a talent. And then six, Really difficult matchup, but because of his pure talent, Devontae Adams, I got at six. He's such a talented receiver. I could see this being one of those games where they get him the ball in the first drive three times for 75 yards and a touchdown, and he gets a couple more catches throughout it, but really not much after that first drive. But if you're going to beat San Fran, you get that man the ball. Absolutely. Uh All right, so at 10, another one of my peers, I got Tyreek Hill against New England. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Wow, a little low. Yeah, it is a little low. Got got a... Got another guy a little higher than him. At nine, I got Terry McLaurin again. If I'm going to have Taylor Heineke in the top ten, I got Terry have, McLaurin above Tyreek Hill. Have, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, it just comes down to I think Waddles, you know, takes away from Tyreek a little bit. Like McLaurin is the guy. You know what I mean? Maybe not D- despite what? Yeah, exactly. No Tua. So at nine, I got McLaurin. At eight, I got Devontae Smith. Only Eagles receiver I have in my rankings this Woo! week. But I do like the matchup. Saints defense is good, but again, like if he can put up twenty seven. 28 points against the Dallas defense. He can do it with Minshew against, you know, the Saints defense. At seven, I got Jalen Waddle. So neither one of them that high. I think two of them possibly being out does deflect them a little bit, but I couldn't really take either one of them out of the top 10 just because they're so pass-reliant. So no matter who the quarterback is, they're going to try to feed both those guys. And at six, I got St. Brown against Chicago. Love the matchup. Guy's a volume machine. think he had like 15 catches against the Bills. Yeah, absolutely crazy. At five, I have A.J. Brown going against New Orleans. Devonta Smith has been hot, but A.J. Brown has been one of the best playmakers in the NFL, and we can't forget that. At four, Devontae Adams. Guys, Devontae Adams doesn't have two bad games in a row. Look, like, let's let's be real. Like, he legit had less than three fantasy points last game. He's going to catch a touchdown this week. It, it is what it is. I know it's a tough matchup, but they're going to score. It's going to be him. At two, uh, at three, I got Jamal Chase going against Buffalo. At two, I have Tyreek Hill going against New England. I don't care who the quarterback is. Get the ball in his hands. He's good, not because of the quarterback, but because of what he does with the football in his hands. And that one, Justin Jefferson. I mean, come on. Come on. 
All right, I'll take my crucifixion. Um, <laughs> the best receiver in the league, I got at number five, Justin Jefferson. Reason being, again, he's going to get his eight catches. He's going to get 100 yards, but I don't know that that's enough to put him 4-3, 2 or 1 over this these week. guys. Yeah. Because, again, I'm just honing in on the point. Like, this is a Dalvin game. They're going to say, we're going to beat the Packers. Love that. We're going to force feed the ball to Dalvin. He's going to get 20 rushes. He can do a lot against that offense. So, and, and then you get the other weapons. They're starting to get more involved. Hawkinson's getting more involved. Thielen hasn't been seen for a while. I could see him getting a touchdown. Um, yeah, very suspect touchdown. Yeah. yeah, very suspect. Like one of those little <laughs> rub routes go all the way to the back of the oh end zone. Oh, my God. Like, Why is nobody there? Yeah, right. Oh <laughs> um, number four, I got A.J. Brown. I'm with you. He's just a top talent in the league. He's such a beast. Like, you give him the ball, he'll catch it over two guys and then tack- like tackle them and then go for a touchdown. Like, <laughs> He's just such a monster. Minshew, if he's playing, he's going to have to get him the ball. They want to keep him going, so I'm going A.J. Brown at four. Three, got Tyreek. You're right. It's what he does with the ball after. And Teddy Bridgewater's not a bad quarterback, man. He's really not. Like He can run the scheme. He can put the ball in Tyreek's hands, which is all you really have to do. That guy can just any point. He can be from three to one. Like He can just take it for 75 yards and a touchdown like that. If Teddy Bridgewater was... The quarterback of the Tennessee Titans right now, would they have more than seven wins? I think that I think they'd be kind of right around the same. Yeah. I just don't think Tannehill's great. I think Would you rather Tannehill than Bridgewater? For the Titans, yes, because he knows it. Yeah. But if Teddy Bridgewater knew the scheme, I, I don't know. I think they're kind of interchangeable. They're different kinds of quarterbacks, which is weird to say they're interchangeable, but they're not flashy. They're not Top 15. Both game managers. Yeah, both I'd game say. managers. They're going to do what they have to do, hopefully make the right reads, but I can see Tannehill making more mistakes than Teddy Bridgewater does. Fair enough. Um, that could also be a con to Bridgewater, too, because he's yeah. a very conservative guy. It is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it, I mean, he can do his job. He can give the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, at two, I got Stefan Diggs. Wow, Kev, you love that. Week, man. I think he has a big week. Love I think that. this is the game of the year. They're going to wow. shoot out. I'm going to stick with that because that's why Jamar Chase is number one. Oh, I think shit. He's going to have that 12 catch, 200 yard, two touchdown. He's going to have a monster game. He's going to cook everybody. T. Higgins probably going to start off pretty hot. They're going to pull the attention away from Jamar Chase a pinch, and that's when he's just going to absolutely destroy him. Yeah. All right, so I got Jamal Chase at five this week. Only, uh, only Bengals wide receiver I had in my rankings. No, <laughs> it's, not low. it's not low. It's not low at all. If anything, it's high. Oh boy! At four, I got Keenan Allen against the Rams. Love the matchup. I think the volume's going to be there. They're, they're, you know, they're ready. They're trying to gear up for the playoffs. Get their offense ready. And, and like Twan said, you know, Justin Herbert's making it known that. Even if he's not having, you know, huge games that they're trying to feed Keenan Allen and he's trying to get on the ball. At three, I get CD against Tennessee. At two, I get Diggs against Cincinnati. And then at one, I get Justin Jefferson against the Packers. Okay. Since the Sandbox fans are going to move over to the tight ends, kickers, and defenses. But before we do that, once again, go to sandbox.net to get your new merch. And also check out our newest podcast episode, our power rankings in the Fantasy Football Award Show. All right, running through the tight ends at five, I have Hawkinson. I was lucky enough to go against Hawkinson last week and still win. So very, very blessed about that. Four, Andrews going against Pitt. I mean, this dude has absolutely disappeared, but I just think that the tight end position is extremely banged up, and 
he still probably deserves that spot. At, at three, I have Ingram. Never had him this high going go on the Giants, but he's involved. If he's gonna get seven targets a game and make seven catches, I mean he he's gonna you know be very diverse in that role. At two, I have Kittle going against the Raiders, and one I do have Kelsey. Even though he's been a little bit quiet, expect him to come back and catch a touchdown versus Denver. Couple honorable mentions. Uh, they're in your top five: Hawkinson and Andrews. I didn't put in there. Okay. Um, I just think Andrews is a tough play until they get Lamar back. Yeah, it is. Um, you just don't know what he's going to do. He could go off, but then, well, he could leave you with two points. Yeah. Um, at the tight end position, that's kind of what you see a lot. But uh, Hawkinson had such a big week last week, I just don't see it carrying over. He's such a good talent. But, again, it's a Dalvin game. They're yeah. just going to run that football. Love it, Twan. You're, you're yep. consistent with it. Sticking by my guts. Um, five, I got Evan Ingram. Picked him up about halfway through the season, so I'm a little biased. He's been serv- like more than serviceable. He's been consistent over the past couple weeks. Trevor Lawrence wants to get him the ball. Um, he, he's looked great. Like, he really has looked great. So that's why he's at five. Uh, four, I got David Njoku. I think he's a freak. I think he's so talented. I see him getting a touchdown this game. To be four in the rankings, all you need is a touchdown and a couple catches for the tight ends. They have not been overly helpful this year outside the top couple. But I think he has a pretty good game. I, I think he's such a good player, and Deshaun likes to get him the ball. So he's a four. Goddard at three. I think they got to get him back involved. Yeah, um, regardless was, of who's a quarterback. Exactly, he's so good. You got to get him going for playoffs. You can't let him have the injury and then kind of skid out through the end of the year. You don't know how that's going to translate to the playoffs. Get him involved. Get him involved this week. Um, two Kittle with Purdy. He he's resurrected. There was a part of the season there where you're like, "What the hell happened to Kittle?" Uh, he's been resurrected, man. He's going off every game. I see him now. He's getting like two touchdowns. So. Take it all day. Need all need day. another two this week, Kittle. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and at one, it's always going to be Travis Kelsey. I don't care if he has ten bad games in a row. He has proved that he is so damn good. It's Kelsey, man. Outside of Gronk, of recency, he just looks better than everyone has ever been. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. So at five, I got David Njoku. So I love that out of you, Tuan. Nice love it. Work. Yeah. Should have should have <laughs> should have had a touchdown last week. Went right through his hands. Mm-hmm. Tragic. At four, I got T.J. Hawkinson. I agree. I don't think he has you know another thirty-seven point week, but I think heading into the playoffs, they are trying to get him more involved. Obviously, you don't go out and get a guy like that to not get him involved come playoff time. At three, I still have Mark Andrews. I mean, it is what it is, just based off pure talent. I agree. I think you know without Lamar, it's hit or miss. But I think the the risk, the reward is higher than the risk with Mark Andrews when it comes to fantasy. At two, I got Kittle, and then at one, I got Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey, like you said, is just yeah. Head over heels better than every tight end right now. Going to run through the kick is. Don't think in, in all the years doing the podcast I've ever had this guy below three at the kicker, but I do have to have Justin Tucker here at five. I mean, Ooh. past couple of weeks, I mean, this dude's been been ice cold. He, he he's probably going to get back into the orchestra game or something. <laughs> but Tucker here at five. Four, I have Bass, and three, I have McPherson. In that game, I expect there to be a lot of points. Can't, can't expect them to score touchdowns every drive. Sometimes you have to settle for field goals, and taking those points might be the difference in that game. Two, I have Gano, and one, I have Dick of the Kicker. I mean, I, I think one, he's there just because that's that's the best kicker name in all fantasy football. But no, they, they're definitely going to have to put up points this week. And I mean, Gano's been booting the ball for the Giants. I'm, they're not a flashy offense that's going to score touchdowns all the time. So if he's going to give us 40, 50 yarders, I'll take it all day. At five, you got Badgley. Okay. I think the Lions 
have a methodical attack against uh, the Bears. You're going to see a couple touchdowns, but you're also going to see a bunch of field goals. I could see it being an absolute blowout. I mean, I know I had Justin Fields at three in the rankings, but who knows? He could run for 200 yards at 20 points right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> it did too. Um, but yeah, I just think they kick a bunch of field goals too. I, it's touchdowns and field goals. He's going to be on the field a lot. So got him at five. Carlson at four. He's one of the most talented kickers in the league. The one issue is can Vegas get past the 50? If they can get past the 50 a couple times, he's going to kick the field goals. He's going to make them. It's just what he does. But if they don't get past the 50, he's not getting anything. Yeah. Um, three, I got Graham Gano. He kills it all the time. He does. He's so good. Let's go. <laughs> he's so Let's good. Let's go. <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing is, like I said earlier, the Giants are going to play a very methodical game plan. It's going to be a lot of running the ball, a lot of taking the points when they're there. I don't think you're going to see any going for it on fourth downs. They're going to do what they got to do to win. And if it's slow, if it's methodical, if it's boring, it's what they're going to do. They need to clinch, and that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I got Tucker, based off of talent. I mean, I can just say he's due. The best kicker of all time. That's an excuse he is. <laughs> like it is, but he's he's got to get back going. And number one, I got Young Way Koo. Okay. Um, just wanted to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pretty fun. He's a good kicker, and they're playing the Cardinals. They can get down the field on the Cardinals, and the way the Falcons play, they run the ball a lot. So I don't think you're going to see any explosive touchdown they plays. They're going to be playing in the dome either way. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, whenever he's playing at home, he always does so much better. Yeah. So they're, If they're in a dome, like that's that's really what I look for of all these guys. They're all playing in domes. That's right. Love that. At five, going to the defenses. Five, I got the Chargers. Going against the Rams. Four, I have the Giants going against the Colts. Sorry, Lou. Three, I got Baltimore going against Pittsburgh. Two, I got Kansas City versus Denver. And one, I have Philly versus New Orleans. Five, I got the Seahawks against the Jets. I think they turn the ball over a couple times. Tariq Woolen can get a pick. And the Jets, I mean, Mike White's not playing, right? I don't think so. If he's not playing, they're not doing shit. So at four, I get the Jets against the Seahawks. I think that this is going to be worse than the Texans-Jags game. This could be like 6-6 going into the fourth. Oh, I, I, I just don't see it being a good game. Hope both, not. Like, they're both really, really good coaches, and the Jets are so good on defense. I just see it being a low-scoring game, so I got them both in there. Three, I got the Pats against the Dolphins. No Tua. Teddy Bridge, he's serviceable. But if they don't even get Teddy Bridge, Skylar Thompson, the Pats are going at one. They're going to put 20. Yeah, no, absolutely. Marcus Jones is going to have a pick six. Duggar's going to have a pick six. That's all we want to say. It's all Bill cares about if the defense scores touchdowns. Yeah, legit. Two, I got the Niners against the Raiders. They can just stuff them. They're the best defense in the league right now. And then one, I get the Eagles. I forget who they're playing. New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Andy Dalton is not it. <laughs> Andy Dalton's not it. They're going to get six sacks against that dog water O-line. Andy Dalton's throwing a pick or two. I can see him fumbling it. Like I, I think the Eagles have a big bounce back week. There's you're not gonna sit there and let up forty points happen twice in a row. Yeah. All right, at five I get the G men against the Colts. That offense just stinks. They're a sad sorry football organization, the Indianapolis Colts. See that low? <laughs> at four I get the Dallas Cowboys against the Tennessee Titans. I think this is one of my favorite matchups, but just when you play against Derrick Henry, it's tough because he can go off at any point. At three and two, I got the Saints and the Eagles playing each other. Wow, don't, really? Don't think this will be a very high-scoring game. Don't think it'll be a very entertaining game to watch. No Jalen Hurts. Saints stink. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And then at one, I got the Niners against the Ra- uh, the Raiders. I think Tuan's right. They can stuff them, and again, the Raiders stink. Yeah, no, Niners are definitely a defense that I probably should have had on here, but... It's all good. Since the Sandbox fans, good luck with your championship week. If you made it here, 
Hopefully you're in the money. Thank you guys for listening to the fantasy rankings all year. Always so sad when the fantasy football season ends, but it just means that football is getting that much more interesting. It's almost playoff time. Guys, go and stay tuned to our newest content and go to sensesandbox.net to stay fly and stay warm in your sense of sandbox apparel. You guys know the Dale Twan was with us for the two episodes. Peace out and five stars. Always.